You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello all, Eric Rivenis with the Most Notorious Podcast here. Each week I interview an author or historian about a historical true crime, tragedy, or disaster. Subject matter ranges from gunslingers to Gilded Age murder to gangsters to fires to pirates to wild prison breaks. My guests bring their incredible knowledge directly to you. Please subscribe to Most Notorious on your favorite podcast app. Cheers, and have a safe tomorrow. a hit song of 1916 from Henry Burr and Alfred Campbell. Is there still room for me under the old apple tree? Okay, so on the last cast, we promised to give you a little bit of information about the events of 1916. I just think it's critical. If you're going to understand how a president approaches the world, you've got to understand the world that that president is living in. I also think it just helps us to think about, we can throw out a date in history like 1916, but what does it mean? What's going on at the same time as Wilson's running for re-election? It certainly doesn't happen in a vacuum. In fact, 1916 is less of a vacuum than any presidential election because World War I is raging in Europe. We're not involved yet. And so with that, I'll give you some key events of 1916. The first is related to World War I. Germany, in order to appease Wilson and not bring the U.S. into the European conflict, agrees to abide by maritime rules of submarine warfare. Initially, Germany is targeting all ships going to the English Channel, heading towards British ports. They will target even neutral ships if it's in the water. Now, in 1915, the Lusitania is sunk. This is a British ship. It's not a neutral ship. did indeed have munitions on board as... The Germans claim, we know that now, but it also had hundreds of American passengers. Many, including Theodore Roosevelt, are pressuring Wilson to go to war over this incident. So, to appease them in early 1916, Germany agrees to abide by maritime rules. At the same time, the British attempt to break into the Ottoman Empire. You got the front stalled in Europe, British, and the head of the Admiralty, Winston Churchill's going to be a big force in this, decides to open up a new front and take on Germany's ally, the Ottoman Empire. They land in Gallipoli. It's a complete disaster. The first PGA golf tournament happens. The first Jewish Supreme Court justice appointed by Woodrow Wilson, Louis Brandeis. He's going to have a big role, particularly in the creation of the right 
of privacy. He's also going to be an unexpected thorn in Franklin Roosevelt's side when he tries to implement some of his New Deal programs, the National Recovery Act, and its attempt to centralize industries. He votes with the other justices unanimously to find that unconstitutional. He's also against Franklin Roosevelt's court-packing plan. He'll have a big impact on American jurisprudence. Louis Brandeis, appointed by Wilson this year. Emma Goldman is arrested for distributing leaflets about birth control and instructing women. Ringley Field opens in Chicago. 200,000 rifles sent to Ireland to provoke a riot there and fighting there by the Germans are captured by the British. U.S. Marines invade the Dominican Republic. Austria invades Italy. Britain begins British summertime. This was initially started by the Germans in order to preserve fuel and not use as much artificial light. The United States, two years later, will adopt daylight savings time for the same reason. Boy Scouts of America has formed in the United States. The Cleveland Indians baseball team begins an innovation using numbers for their jerseys. In Browning, Montana, a record for weather is set when the temperature drops from 44 degrees to negative 56 degrees Fahrenheit in one day. Greatest change ever on record in a 24-hour period. At least one shark mauls five swimmers along the Jersey Shore coastline. These are known as the Jersey Shore shark attacks of 1916. The event is an inspiration for the creator of the movie Jaws. German agents cause an explosion in an ammunition depot in Jersey City, New Jersey, killing at least seven people. The Merchant Marine Act of 1916 creates the first significant government-organized merchant marine force. Jeanette Rankin of Montana becomes the first woman elected to the United States House of Representatives. Coca-Cola brings its current formula to the market. A bomb goes off at a parade in San Francisco. Ten are killed. Anarchists are suspected. The U.S. buys the Virgin Islands from Denmark for $25 million. The National Park Service is formed. Romania enters the war. Philippine independence is granted by the United States. Congress passes its first anti-child labor law. The income tax is doubled in order to prepare for a defense. The first tanks, very crude trucks with tractor tracks, are launched in a battle in World War I. The Workmen's Compensation Act is passed by Congress. And Wilson signs an eight-hour day for railroad workers. Pancho Villa invades the United States, attacking the town of Columbus, New Mexico, crossing the border and killing 19 people.
burning the town down. He's angered that Woodrow Wilson is supporting one of his rivals for the power in Mexico. This is during their revolution that started in 1910. The U.S. is supporting the Carranza government. General Pershing will be sent to New Mexico same year with a force of 6,000 to try to find Villa. After two years, he's not successful, but does prevent another invasion. Two U.S. pilots working for the fledging beginnings of what will become the Royal Air Force in Britain shoot down German airplanes. The Easter Rising in Dublin among Irish nationalists is quelled. Six nationalists are executed in the course of the year. A strange sight in Newport, Rhode Island. This is during the time of neutrality with Germany. A U-boat, U-53, arrives to a little bit of fanfare at the port, at least some curious onlookers. After a day, it leaves and will go on to shoot down a few British ships in the area. The Everett Massacre happens in Washington, a fight between the Wobblies, the IWW labor activists, and local police. Several are killed. The first German Zeppelin attack, the first air attack on London. Both Britain and France change their governments. The General Joffrey is made Marshal of France, and in Britain, a new government is formed, a bipartisan group with Lloyd George in the head. The first Native American Day is held in the United States. The 13th World Series is held between the Boston Red Sox, who defeat the Brooklyn Dodgers, Well, at that time they were also called the Brooklyn Robins, named after their owner. Many are amazed what could be happening with the economy when World Series prices rise to $5 a seat. Norman Rockwell paints his first cover for the Saturday Evening Post. It's called A Boy with a Baby Carriage. Showing a boy not too happy pushing a baby carriage while two other boys look at him somewhat disapprovingly, maybe teasingly. It's a statement against the loss of masculinity in American life. It'll launch Rockwell's career. The Boeing Company is born in Seattle. D.W. Griffith, having put out his controversial Birth of a Nation the previous year, now puts out an epic film, Intolerance, one of the largest and most expensive movies ever made. The first 40-hour work week is established in America. It's a shoe company, the Endicott Johnson firm, who voluntarily gives their workers a 40-hour week. They also provide comprehensive health care. Ruth Law sets a distance record for aviation, flying in her plane from Chicago to New York State, 590 miles, a distant record up to that time. Later in the year, Woodrow Wilson, the president, will attend a dinner in Ruth Law's honor. But when it comes to World War I, Ruth Law will be unable to fly as the United States Army makes the decision not to allow women flyers. She writes editorials and protests. Let women fly, 
but she's rejected. Notable deaths in the year of 1916. John Mosby, Confederate Army Cavalry Battalion Commander in the Civil War. Henry James, the novelist. John Surratt, son of Mary Surratt, suspected to be involved in the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. The operatic soprano Clara Louise Kellogg. The African-American chemist Alice Ball. The writer Jack London. In terms of births in 1916, Maxine Andrews, singer of the Andrews Sisters, Jackie Gleason, Lindy Boggs, politician and wife of Hale Boggs, Eugene McCarthy, U.S. Senator from Minnesota, presidential candidate in 1968, Gregory Peck, film actor, John Rhodes, Senator from Arizona and post-Watergate Majority Leader of the Republicans. Sherwood Schwartz, television writer and producer, creator of The Brady Bunch. Shelby Foote, historian and novelist, appeared on the PBS Civil War series. Kirk Douglas, the film actor. Walter Cronkite, television journalist and Shirley Jackson, the writer. How about hit music of 1916? Here are some of the hits. Some names you'll recognize, at least this one. Al Jolson, I Sent My Wife to the Thousand Isles. Also, You're a Dangerous Girl. And Down Where the Swanee River Flows. Arthur Fields, He's Got a Bungalow. James F. Harrison, Wake Up America. And Al Jolson, Yakahula Dicky Hula. Down home, 